Hi, welcome back to the Crime Hour. Today we're talking about one of the world's most infamous cult leaders, who to this day still has fans. This is the case of Charles Manson. Charles Manson was born on November 12, 1934 in Cincinnati, Ohio. His mother was only 16 when she had him, and she was a prostitute and a struggling alcoholic. For some of his childhood, he stayed with aunts and uncles, and he had a very religious family. They went to church a lot. Although he hated it, the only thing that he looked forward to in church was when the choir would sing, and this introduced him to music. Hey, at least he found a positive side to go to church. As he got older, he was placed in boys' schools and would run away, which led him bouncing from place to place, person to person. He just didn't really understand his mother, as his mother allowed the court to place him in a school for boys, and after 10 months, Charles ran away to look for his mother. But, unfortunately, she wouldn't take him back. Wow. What a shitty parent. Like, it's not, it, like, it's bad enough that your kid is already, like, going from, like, one relative to another, and in and out of schools and stuff like that, but, my god. You know that saying, anybody can call themselves a parent, but it takes a real, like, hero to be mom or dad? Yeah, his mom was not at that, unfortunately, you know. Charles ends up on the streets and doing crime like robbery, grand theft auto, breaking into gas stations. He ended up in jail in 1951, and he was still a teenager at the time. While in jail, he learned the system very quickly to be a model prisoner for everyone so that he would be treated better. That's actually really smart because from what I see in shows, if you get on the good side, then nobody would mess with you. But that could just be shows. I don't know. Never been to prison, so don't take my word for it. He told people that his mother was the cause of all his anger. He was angry mostly at the fact that she lied to him. He said, because of this, I learned never to believe anyone about anything. See, that's really sad that your own parent like caused you to have trust issues that's so sad in prison charles really got into music he would write songs daily and he even took classes like the power positivity class he would use the law of attraction um and use what he learned in this class and get everything he wanted by using it in his power so he was 16 when he first went to prison, and now he's 32, and he was released. During this time, before being released, he had asked to stay permanently because it was his only home he knew, because what is he waiting for on the outside world? Nothing. His mom left him. He had nothing, right? He was on the streets. But Charles was later released on March 21st, 1967. Another reason why he wanted to stay in prison was because he made a life for himself in prison. He got married to a nurse in 1955, and she was expecting their first child. Which, honestly, I don't even know how that works. Because, like, how do you get married in prison, and how are you... Con okay, whatever. I, I, I just don't understand how people get married in prison, and, like, do the whole, like sex thing I don't know but Charles wanted a real family so he left and went to California and that's where he made his real family 
He would go back and forth between San Francisco and Los Angeles, where he would prey on women and men who never felt like they belonged in society and who was never heard, and he made women feel special and wanted. By this time, his wife left him, and she gave birth to a boy, um, which she named Charles Manson Jr., and between that time and so forth, like, going forward in his life, he did marry another woman, and it was not really public, but he did marry another woman, and he did have two more children, and out of all the children, um, two of them were named Charles Manson, and only one of them was named something else. Because of his charming looks, how he played guitar, everyone was interested in him. Charles ended up buying a rundown movie set where he had the Manson family, which consisted of 50 members, to live with him. There he banned books, watches, clocks, and calendars. He refused to let any member of the family wear glasses. So I guess all the members don't have glasses, clearly. Or if you needed glasses, I guess you're out. You can't be part of this. Which is really stupid because, like, glasses are just... Like, some people have a hard time seeing, man! He wanted the family to see the world without any pressure from society. He was against social structure. One of the ways he would let them see natural beauty was tripping on LSD. Things were much prettier, more vivid, and positive. The family did hundreds of drugs, tr drug trips together. Charles was king in the cult, and the power got more extreme as time went on. He started to develop very strange ideas and fears that ended up being uh, um, very like paranoid. He was very into the Beatles, and he really got into their song, Helter Skelter, and he thought of the apocalypse, the world ending, and used this power to scare his followers, because they were pretty delusional. I mean, they thought the Beatles were their fans, thinking that the music that the, Be the Beatles made were directly to them. Man, how hard are you tripping on these LSDs that, like, you think a whole band dedicated themselves to you? Oh my god. Like, it's really fucked. And, like, it's actually funny. Because, like, imagine them going around like, oh my god, the Beatles? Yeah. All their songs are about us. Like, my family. Like, nothing. Like, nobody else. Like... <laughs> In 1968, Dennis Wilson from the Beach Boys invited two girls back to his place. The girls he picked up were part of the Manson family, so they took him back to Charles. There, Dennis helped Charles with some connections for music. They started writing music together, and eventually, Dennis introduced Charles to a music producer. They had an album made with 10 songs. Unfortunately, Charles got into a fight with the producer and Dennis, as he felt betrayed that his music was not out to the public yet, and from there the album was never released. And they all just went their separate ways. This made Charles more mad at society, at Hollywood celebrities, so he made a kill list. On the list was Frank Sinatra, Elizabeth Taylor, Tom Jones, and Stevie McQueen. <laughs> 
Okay, so basically, he felt like he didn't belong in this world. So he decided that because he didn't belong, he created this family and manipulated them that they didn't belong or whatever. And then he wanted to produce music and he had lots of songs. Um, like I said, he did write in prison and stuff like that. Um, but because it was never released, I guess, because things take time and he didn't, he, I guess he was very impatient and he just thought that they were like, um, betraying him and scamming him, I guess, that he decided that Hollywood celebrities, um, were, I guess, part of the society and whatever. So he made this hit list, basically. Which is really stupid, because it's like, maybe the reason why um, you feel like you don't belong is because you're fucking crazy. I know, I feel like um, he would have had his album out if he were to wait, you know, like, and maybe then people would not treat him as bad, because, you know, or unheard, because, you know, if they... If he given them a chance to really release the album when they had everything ready and stuff like that, and people heard it, then it all could have went different. I mean, he had connections, right? Like, the Beach Boys. The summer of 1969, which is the best time of my life. You know, that song? Yeah. Anyways, Charles got increasingly angry and paranoid. Slowly going insane, one of the Ensign family members named Tex ends up scamming a drug dealer named Lotsapapa for money. July 1st, Lotsapapa threatened the whole Manson family, so Charles went to his apartment and shot him. Although he didn't kill the guy, he thought he did. I don't know why you wouldn't check, but anyways, he thought he did. The next day, news reports said that a Black Panther party member had been shot dead. Charles thought it was lots of papa and that he was tied to the Black Panther party now, which um he was not. And lots of papa was not part of Black Panther party, but he didn't know that. Um so Charles just thought the news reports were directed right to him. So he thought, okay, this is it. This is I'm going to start a race war right with the black panthers so my cult versus theirs man this guy he's so not right in the head and these people need to get their facts together man like how has like you can't just tie one thing to another thing and just think okay they're directed directly to us no get your facts right August 9th, 1969, Charles woke up some of the female members and told them to go with Tex and go, do everything he tells them to do. And this is when the murders began. Now, Tex made sure that everybody involved got their hands dirty. So, because the girls were so into Charles and the family and the they decided they would do anything for him. So Charles took advantage of that and he wanted people dead and he didn't want to do himself. So he was never actually at the murder scenes. He would just get his family to do it for him. 
So Charles gave them an address and orders to kill anyone that was at the residence. There were four people at this house. Actress Sharon Tate, who was Roman Polanski's wife, and her three friends. That night, Tex and the girls shot and stabbed everyone at the house. With their blood, they wrote death to pigs on the wall and helter-skelter on the fridge. Helter-skelter was one of one of the songs by the Beatles and Charles loved the song so much he tied himself into the song so when the murders took place and everything that was one of the um, things that w- would be written the next evening Charles sent the same group plus two others with an address to do the same this residence belonged to a supermarket executive named Leno LaBianca and his wife Rosemary. The Manson family members went in and stabbed them multiple times, and again with their blood wrote death and pigs on the wall and helter-skelter on the fridge. At first, investigators believed that the two cases were unrelated, and that the first one they believed was Roman Polanski, who killed his own wife and friends, and that the second murder was a copycat. Okay, investigators are stupid. How do you not see that these two are related? Um, unfortunately, Roman Roman Polanski actually got a lot of, like, um, like, I guess, like, a lot of press, like, rumors and stuff started happening. And um, it was just really bad for him for a while because the police thought he actually killed his wife. And... You know, when rumors fly in Hollywood, it's everywhere, right? August 12th, 1969, the Manson family were arrested for Grand Theft Auto. They had several stolen cars, and the authorities made a mistake in the warrant, and they were all released. I don't know how you make a mistake in the warrant, but man, you fucked up big time. But yeah, so they were all released, Nothing could have been done because they fucked up the warrant and they never came back for them. August 26, 1969, the family killed one of their own members because they believed he was a snitch. Now, one of the doormates of one of the members, I guess she didn't live in the house or whatever, um, and she had her own place, but she had like a doormate overheard her conversation about um killing the the member and everything and she contacted the police so once the member was in custody she started to confess everything and what they had done and all the murders but she was telling people in jail like she would tell her cellmates and then like you know and other inmates got hold of the story and they told the police who then went and arrested the rest of them who were involved in the murders. The police were able to connect them to both murders with DNA evidence. Four months after the crimes were committed, they were finally charged. January 1970, everyone being prosecuted was declared guilty. They were first sentenced to death. But this brought a lot of debate since Charles never killed anyone, just forced his family to kill. He was just the leader. To this day, people believe he's innocent and should have been set free. So later on during the court 
case and everything, they were all actually sentenced to life instead of death. Charles Manson is still seen as an idol to some, and he receives about 60,000 letters per year. He later died on November 19, 2017, due to health conditions. And that is the story of Charles Manson and the Manson family cult.